Patrick Montgomery was in court. Jonathan Manapa will stay in federal custody. No, I don't take responsibility at all. Everyone, welcome to the show. So 25-year-old Florida man, Dylan Hommel. I'm going to call him Hommel because I don't want it to sound like a slur. Anyway, he completely fell for the election fraud fairy tales. Um, in December of 2020, he was posting about so-called fraud, and he said that it was an act of treason and an act of war. Uh, those were direct quotes. And Hommel wrote, quote, These fraud-loving Democrats should be hung for treason. So Hommel traveled to D.C. with his brother, David, and they took PVC pipe with them to use as weapons. They also had on tactical vests. They wore goggles because that's what you do when you go sightseeing in D.C. Um, they clearly anticipated violence. So following Donald Trump's speech, he and his brother headed to the Capitol and Hommel was live streaming to Facebook as they were marching there. And he was heard and seen yelling that they were, quote, storming the Capitol building. And then they were, quote, counting the electorals in there right now. And we stormed it. Hommel also told viewers, quote, cops ain't on our side, but they can't stop us all. So Hommel quickly made his way to the front of the mob. He was directly in front of a line of police officers and he was yelling at them. Hommel was calling them bitches. He called them, quote, communist cops. Um, eventually the mob became more violent and then Hommel took advantage of the chaos and he pushed through the police line. So after he made it past the police line, he's behind the police, he raised his hands in the air and he pumped his fists like he was celebrating. So shortly after that, the police line collapsed. And then Hommel was seen on surveillance video illegally entering the building. This was around 2.45 p.m. So Hommel moved to the second floor um, outside the U.S. Senate chamber. Uh, he joined in with a bunch of people who were screaming at officers. And he was heard telling the police, quote, we're with you. Look, nobody's gotten hurt yet. And quote, we're sorry you got to deal with this, but it's a Trump country and we're fighting for it like it's 1776. So the officers were seen and heard repeatedly telling the mob to leave, but Hommel was screaming at them that they swore an oath to the Constitution. And then Hommel finally left the area after a while and he headed to the rotunda. Ultimately, there was a large contingent of officers who came in. They had to physically force everyone out. They had to push Hommel and the rest of the mob out of that room. But before that happened, an officer tried to take Hommel's PVC pipe away because even though Hommel had a flag attached to it, the officer knew it could be used as a weapon. So he tried to pull it away from Hommel and then the two of them were fighting over it. So for about 10 seconds, the, the prosecutor said they were seen on surveillance video. Also, you could see him on the cop's body cam and they're struggling over this PVC pipe. So eventually the officer won, he took control of the pipe. And then Hama was forced out of the building and he remained outside the Capitol for a while. And then he tried to push his way back into the building. He eventually moved away after he was sprayed with chemicals, but Hama remained on the Capitol grounds for some time after that. 
So following the Capitol attack, Hommel messaged a bunch of people and he referred to January 6th as, quote, absolutely legendary. And then Hommel also spread conspiracy theories about what went down at the Capitol, of course. In one message, he said, quote, the cops let us in, LMAO. And then in another one, he wrote, quote, it's crazy how set up people can be. Nothing is wrong with it, but people can adjust clips the way they want to, to make people look bad. But Hommel texted other people and he said kind of the opposite. He said that the police were deploying flashbang grenades, that they were shooting some people with rubber bullets. So, you know, I guess after trying to keep the mob back, they just let everyone in. Is that what he's saying? So on January 28th of 2021, the FBI interviewed Hommel and he had all kinds of excuses for his crimes. He said that by the time he arrived at the Capitol, there weren't any barricades. He claimed that he didn't see much of anything going on outside or even inside the Capitol. And Hommel said that the doors were wide open. No one was telling Trump's terrorists to leave when he got to the building. So he just thought they were being invited in. But then Hommel also tried to say he was forced inside. So Hommel was arrested on March 16th of 2021, and he was charged with obstructing an official proceeding, entering a restricted building or grounds, two counts of disorderly conduct, and parading or demonstrating in a capital. He refused a plea deal. He opted for a bench trial. And one day into the trial, he must have realized it wasn't going so great because he pleaded guilty to the parading charge. So Hommel continually downplayed his actions during the trial. He told very obvious lies. So for example, he said that he only pushed through the police line because people were pushing on him. And then he claimed, oh, I wasn't celebrating when I was pumping my fists in the air, when I was you know, raising my arms up and clearly excited. <laughs> he said he was holding his hands up because he wanted the police to know he wasn't a threat. <laughs> and then Hommel also told the judge that he didn't actually know what 1776 meant, even though he was repeatedly referencing 1776 on, on January 6th kept saying it, he didn't know what it really meant. So Hummel was ultimately convicted on all counts with the exception of a, the obstruction charge. So he was looking at up to one year in prison, one year of probation and 100,000 in fines. Um, that's just based on one of the more serious misdemeanor convictions. The judge could you know, issue a sentence for all of them that are run consecutively instead of concurrent. This time, the government requested a very real sentence. They asked for two years in prison, one year of probation, 60 hours of community service, and 500 in restitution. At his sentencing hearing, Hommel told the judge, quote, I regret being part of that day. And then Hommel conceded that he acted rude. That was his word. But unfortunately, Hommel had one of the weakest judges on the planet, Judge Gia Cobb. When all was said and done, she sentenced Hommel to only three months of home detention, two years of probation, a $4,000 fine, and $500 in restitution. She's really big on these larger fines, as if that's going to teach them when all they have to do is set up a give, send, go or something. 
So a ridiculous sentence, considering how aggressive he was, how he fought over the PVC pipe. Also, you know, how he did get a pass on the obstruction charge. He said in advance, when they were walking there, that they were taking the Capitol because they were counting the electoral votes. So that shows intent. That has been the basis for the obstruction charge in all of these cases that's been a through line. And she let him skate on that. And then she gives him this complete nothing of a sentence after he wastes the court's time and refuses a plea deal. She is an embarrassment. I seriously, and again, for anybody who hasn't heard me say this before, she is not a Trump appointee, she is a Biden appointee. He made some really awful decisions when it comes to judges. So I will let you know when I hear more. Thank you all so much for watching and listening. Please like, share, and subscribe. Please donate if you possibly can. Links are below in the description box on YouTube and the podcast. Love you all. Take care. Talk with you soon.